what makes America the greatest country in the world. Soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen. Stood up for what was right. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. It's time to start a trip. Dream isn't something we talk about. All we can ever do for our heroes is remember them. And they gave up two lives. The one they were living in and the one they would have lived. They gave up everything for our country, for us. Let's pray for freedom and justice. Only be a war if soldiers are willing to fight. Less than 1% of Americans serving in uniform. Some veterans not getting the time they care that they need. The good news is, is that in recent years, we've made historic investments to boost the VA budget. What is it? Why should we care? We should care about press freedom because... Because we were informed. In democratic societies, free, diverse, and pluralist media enable public debates and are essential checks you don't on look power. Sad. Let's discuss. Hey guys. What's going on? Um, new episode. Uh, we're going to talk about imitation of flexion, uh, me and Enco. Um, and uh, as you know, if uh, there are two medical issues, issues that uh, nearly every single veteran has to deal with, it's uh, conitis and uh, knee problems. So, um, and of course, uh, you can always blame tinnitus uh, uh, or uh, flexion of the knee or knee problems, and uh, you can always ask for compensation for those issues. Yeah. So, if you were Army of Marine, a good bit of uh, your time was spent trying information with proper footwear, maybe proper footwear. Or maybe uh, you would have to buy good uh, expensive Nikes later, but it would be using like regular uh, army boots for the first year yeah. until you realize that you can buy Nike or something else. <laughs> so, in carrying uh, 80 pounds on glass um, of uh, socks and memories in your rucksack uh, from point A to point B, uh, could uh, you know, put a little bit of uh, uh, pressure on your knees. So if you were in the Air Force, you may have spent a good time of uh, time crunch under uh, or in a plane. And uh, you Navy guys and gals ran up uh, up and down steps in uh, tight uh, quarters. So every uh, every service member in the military, believe, uh, had some kind of uh, issues at one point in his service or up afterwards when you get out. Yeah, it's definitely good likelihood. And um, some, uh, in some unfortunate cases, uh, some veterans would uh, or might need uh, a knee replacement or a special knee uh, prosthesis uh, or like some kind of support for the knees and the back. Um, so, uh, can the, the question for the day is, uh, can the veteran get a disability compensation for, for his knee issues? Uh, what kind of codes and what kind of regulations applies to those uh, disabilities? So, a knee condition can get worse in time and, may, and maybe you should request an increase in the 10% for a left and right knee until a, a femoral syndrome. If by now there is uh, arthritis or osteoarthritis uh, involvement, uh, 
Service connection for the right knee degenerative joint disease has been established as directly related to military service. And the evaluation of 10% is assigned from the day following the date of discharge. So that's what you might uh, see as uh, in letter. So 10% and it's established because of this or that. Yeah. But we'll get in different cases uh, what you can have uh, in different situations. So the first one would be loss of use or application of the bad one. Yeah, and that's code 5256. If the knee joint is frozen in place and cannot move at all, then it is rated depending on where it's frozen at. If it's frozen in the flexation of 45 degrees or more, then it's rated at 60%. If it's frozen in the flexation between 20 and 45, then it's 50. And between 10 and 20%, it's rated 40. And between 0 and 10, it's rated 30%. And uh, when we talk about flexation of the knees, it's pretty much when you sit and uh, fix, uh, and when you extend your leg, and if it goes down and up, and the angle is measured. But that's only when you sit it, so we're not talking about that condition when you stand, and probably like when you sit it, you can uh, flex your knees, but when you stand, you cannot flex your back. So yeah. Different. So other code is 5163. If this is if the leg has been amputated, but the stump is bad and a second amputation at the thigh level is recommended, then it's rated at 60%. This one is definitely a little odd because it's rarely used and definitely when you come as a veteran, you always question if, the, if it's properly rated because 60% for losing your leg up to the hip and 50% for sleep apnea. Most people would probably pick sleep apnea. But this is how they rate things. Uh, code 5164, if the amputation is at a place around the knee where the knee cannot be used at all, then it's rated at 60%, so same thing practically. Code 5165 is if the amputation is below the knee and the knee can still move, then it's rated at 40%. Again, sleep apnea is at 50 yeah, so your condition will also apply for additional compensation by the VA, or you can claim it as a secondary condition as well. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that if you have an amputation, then you're definitely going to be pushing secondary issues for sure. So, um, as you should. Uh, knee replacements. The first code is 5055. If the entire knee joint has been replaced with a prosthetic, and the condition is rated at 100% for the first year after the surgery. And this period is uh, mainly for the VA, but the DOD will also use it if the veteran placed on TDRL before being permanently separated. After the one year period, the condition is given a permanent rating. If there is weakness and severe pain with motion, then it's usually rated at 60%. If the pain is not severe, but does not limit the range of motion, then it's rated under 52 uh, under the code 5256, if it is frozen or, or under codes 5261 or 5262, discussed below if it's not frozen. The minimum rating for a total knee replacement, however, is 30% regardless of how much motion it has. And this code is uh, only for total knee replacements. Partial replacements are rated at on the symptoms that they cause, like limited motion, pain, stuff like that. 
So the most common ones, of course, is limitation of uh, motion of the knees. And the first code is 5261. This is if the knee is not frozen, but is limited in uh, extension and cannot strength, uh, strain all the way. Then it's rated under this code. The leg can only strain to within 45 degrees of being completely straight, then it's rated at 50%. If it cannot, if it can strain to 30%, then it's at 40 or 30 degrees, then it's at 40%. To 20 degrees, it's at 30%. And 15 degrees, it's rated at 20%. And 10 degrees, it's rated at 10%. And five degrees is rated at zero. So it's all about that motion. Code 5260, if the knee can strain but cannot bend all the way, then it's rated under, under this code. If the knee can only bend to 15 degrees, then it's rated at 30%. If, if it can bend at 30 degrees, then it's rated at 20%. <clears throat> 45 degrees, it's rated at 10%. And anything past 60 degrees is rated at zero. Now, if the knee can move but cannot either bend all the way or straighten all the way, then it can be rated twice under the code 5261 and under code 5260. So again, it's not pyramiding, it's the fact that you've got flexation and the limitation of your knee going back and forth. So if you're somewhere in between, then you can probably get both. Uh, too much uh, motion or dislocation. Code 5263 is a condition where the knee bends too far backward. This is sometimes a genetic condition that does not really cause any problems and then these cases not rateable. If it is a result of an accident or injury, however, and causes a weakness and insecurity in the knee, then it's rated at 10%. Code uh, 5257, the knee can also have too much motion instability from side to side or dislocate regularly. This can happen when independence and the cartilage are damaged and can no longer support the knee joint properly. If there is only slight instability, then it's rated at 10%. If there is more instability that might cause the knee to buckle or dislocate every now and then, then that could be rated 20%. If, however, if it's so unstable that it gives out or dislocates regularly, then it's 30%. And so just know that the instability can be rated in addition to other ratings for the knee. So if the knee has both limitation of motion and instability, it could be rated for both. Yeah, um, so other two codes are for meniscus. So meniscus is a cartilage that helps pad the knee joint. Any uh, cartilage condition in the knee can be uh, rated under these codes. So the code 52, 58. If the cartilage frequently dislocates, causing pain, swelling, and locking in the knee, it's rated at 20%. And code 52, 59, if the cartilage is removed and there is pain or other symptoms in the knee is rated at 10%. Yep. Um, lower leg bones, first fall is 52-62. Any problems with the tibia or fibula bones in the lower leg are rated under this code. If there is a complete break in either bone that cannot heal and requires a brace, then it's rated at 40%. All other conditions are rated by how they affect the knee or ankle joint. If, they're, if they cause serious problems, can barely use the joint at all, then it's a 30%. If the joints can be used, but the conditions 
significantly limits the amount of activity, then it's rated at 20. And if the knee or ankle joint is affected only slightly, then it's rated at 10%. Uh, shortening of the leg, code 5275. If the bones in the leg have been shortened, it is rated under this code. The shortening of the leg can occur because of trauma or surgery. This does not refer to amputation, which is rated under a different code. This code is, and any other codes where the bones of the leg cannot be used together, only one or the other. If the leg is more than four inches shorter, it's rated at 60%. If it's three and a half to four inches shorter, it's rated at 50%. If it's uh, three to yeah. three and a half inches shorter, it's rated 40%. And if it's uh, two point half to three inches shorter, it's rated 30%. Then uh, consequently, two to two and a five inches, 20%. 1.25 to two inches shorter is 10%. So if you guys ever watch King of the Hill, uh, Hank Hill's dad, Cotton, you got some legs like that, you got shortening of your, of your uh, tibia or tibial bones for his condition, probably both. So, for other uh, knee and leg conditions, um, diseases that affect the knee and leg can be found on the uh, diseases of the musculoskeletal system via uh, webpage uh, and uh, Cancer in the knee and leg can be found in of the cancer and tumors of the musculoskeletal system GA page. So all other knee or leg injuries or conditions will be uh, rated uh, similarly to those, but we're not going to touch uh, right now the cancer and tumors. It's just basically uh, issues. And uh, don't forget that uh, before you go, uh, check BBQ for knee and leg conditions that can be found as well as uh, VA webpage, which has Google Girls, so you know what to expect from, uh, from the exams. Yeah. And um, like, uh, we would like also to uh, uh, remind you about principles that would apply uh, throughout your exam and later for your ratings. Yeah. And so keep in mind this is what you're kind of trying to aim at. The amputation rule, any ratings for the knee and the leg cannot be combined to more than the 40% for the leg below the knee and 60 for the knee down. Painful motion, if pain is present with motion, then the minimum rating must be given. Special monthly compensation. If your condition makes it impossible to balance uh, on or um, push uh, off with your foot, you may qualify for VA special monthly compensation. You may also qualify if your legs have been amputated. Yeah, so like drop foot issues, you know, you might jump in on that. Uh, the joints, when uh, rating arthritis, the knee is considered a major joint. Pyramiding, remember that a single condition can only be rated once. However, if a nerve condition exists and that is additional to the knee and leg condition not simply caused by it, then it can also be rated. So it's not just the one thing you're going for. Remember, you're talking about scars, bones, nerves, muscle damage, all that stuff. Uh, probative value of the two exams on record of the condition uh, 
differ. They exam with the most thorough data and performed by the most qualified person, and that specialty will be uh, the exam that the raters are supposed to base it on. And so make sure your doctor knows what they're talking about when they're trying to back you up. And of course, you know, the tie goes to the veteran if there are two equally strong exams with conflicting information or if the condition can be equally rated under two different codes, then the one that gives the highest rating will be assigned. Even every conflict should be resolved in the favor of the higher rating and in the favor of the veteran. So that's why you're trying to get benefit of doubt. So make sure your evidence is building up towards the likelihood that this is due to your service and you have good odds. Accurate measurements. So it's essential that the necessary information to rate your condition is recorded by the physician in your exam. All range of motion should be measured with with the, uh, was that a, a gonometer? Yeah. And with the information on this page, you should know what that needs to be measured and recorded. Make sure this happens correctly to ensure you receive the proper rating. And hospital or convalescent ratings. Some conditions require periods of hospitalization or constant medical care, like at home nurses. Any condition that requires this is rated 100% during the intensive uh, treatment and the recovery process. So once it ends, then the 100% rating will continue for a certain period until you're healthy. But remember that it comes down to the doctor's opinion, not, not our own. This period is, is uh, about three months, unless unless it's directly specified in the condition ratings, you know, so depending on what your condition is going for. Some patients may need more time to recover than others, so the physician or rating authorities can lengthen this time period as they see fit. Yeah, okay. So those are kind of basic information about knees, uh, uh, ankle, uh, knee flexion, and uh, you know that VA disability claims uh, involving knee disabilities are very common. One of the most common ones along with tinnitus, and the mistakes uh, can be made, and they are probably even more common in those cases. So, uh, studying uh, and uh, be firm on what you have. So, also knee uh, ratings can be tricky because there are so many different factors to consider, even though it is fairly easy to understand. Yeah. And. Uh, it is important to be aware of all the available ratings for knee disabilities in order to ensure that you are getting the highest rating possible, or at least you're getting something. The general rule regarding multiple ratings for same disability is the evaluation of the same disability under various diagnoses is to be avoided. So uh, if you get rated for one condition uh, or for the knee, you probably cannot use the same, uh, you know, and a condition to be rated for something else. Yeah. So, however, the VA regulations specifically provide that a knee joint can be evaluated under multiple diagnoses, diagnostic codes where there are different manifestations of the same disability. So, manifestations in a different situation when you, uh, where you experience this or that condition. So as long as the new disability affects you in a separate and distinct ways, you can receive multiple ratings. But this is a tricky part, very tricky. Yeah, so ratings to be aware of, the knee can be rated under many different diagnostic codes depending on the specific problem or problems caused by a knee condition. For example, 
examples, there are ratings available for instability of the knee, limit, limitation in extension, knee replacements, pain, and things like that. So it is important to be aware that of all the different ratings and whether you are entitled to compensation for multiple ratings in order to make sure the VA is giving you all of the compensation you're entitled to for your knee disability or if you're good where you're at. But below is a list of ratings that can potentially be assigned to the same underlying disability. So first one, limitation of the flexation of the knee. The diagnostic code for limitation of flexation is 5260. According to the rating criteria, if the knee can straighten but cannot bend all the way, it's rated under 5260. The different percentages available are 0, 10, 20, and 30%. These ratings are assigned based on how much the knee can bend. So the less the knee can bend, the higher the rating will be. There will be specific ranges of motion measurements that correspond with each percentage, and which will be found right here on these little things. And then the limitation of extension is the diagnostic code for uh, extent, uh, limitation of extension for the knee is 5261. And this is the code that is used when the knee's mobility isn't frozen but can't straighten all the way. The different percentages available are 0, 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50. These ratings are assigned based on the knee's ability to straighten. The more the knee disability prevents the knee from straightening, the higher the rating is. Again, these, there are specific range of motion measurements that correspond with each percentage. So check that out. Yeah, obviously there is a table at VA website where you can also look up those ratings and the, the response to uh, flexion or like how your knee flexes and how you can how much you can straighten. Mm -hmm. Instability of the knee. Yeah. So the instability of the knee is another one and that's the uh, diagnostic code fifty two fifty seven. This is used when the knee has too much motion from side to side, so it's like wobbly like an old leg on a chair, or dislocates regularly. Instability of the knee can occur when damage to the tendons and cartilage can no longer support the knee joints properly. The different percentages available are 10, 20, and 30. The more instability present in the knee, the higher the rating. In order to get the highest rating of 30%, the knee must be so unstable that it gives out or dislocates regularly. So now you're talking like Earl Campbell with the knees, you know. Uh, total knee replacements. If your knee uh, disability becomes so severe that a total knee replacement is required, you'll automatically receive the temporary 100% rating for one year post the surgery so you can get a little bit better and heal. After that one year period, the knee will be rated accordingly to the severity of the remaining problems. The highest rating available for residuals of total re uh, knee replacement under uh, the diagnostic code is 60%. The 60% rating will be assigned when there is a weakness and severe pain with motion. If the pain is not severe but you have limited range of motion in your knee, your knee will be rated according to the criteria set forth of limitation of flexation or limitation of the extension. And partial knee replacements, unlike the total knee replacements, Partial knee replacements do not have their own diagnostic code. Instead, partial knee replacements are rated accordingly to the symptoms that are caused by the replacement, such as limited motion. And, and um, it's going to give out on it. Yeah, 
So if you see there is difference between total and uh, partial knee replacements, there is a difference also how uh, VA calculates disability and compensation for uh, knee replacements. So, and uh, also the level of uh, VA disability compensation for knee replacements uh, is uh, not always uh, corresponding to what you might feel. So be firm and uh, fight for what you have uh, so you get uh, proper ratings. Yep. Since it's the most common, so you can get that there is more, uh, there can be more mistakes from, uh, you know, knee conditions and as we said, tinnitus as well. Yeah, so make sure if you're just getting paid for a knee sprain or something like that, they may not be looking at everything else. Yep. So, um, those are the most common uh, scenarios and uh, conditions that you might experience with uh, knees, ankle, or knee flexions. flexions. And as always, um, so if you have any information, resource, book, movie, stuff to do, if you'd like to recommend the share. Yeah, uh, if you guys want to meet me, I'm with uh, DAD Chapter 13 in Bad Lines at the support of the VA. And I work with uh, College of the Canyons here in Santa Clarita, so if you guys want to run into me or ask me questions personally, that's never a problem. Uh, when it comes to good books, we are talking about um, um, War is a Racket from uh, General Butler. And if you don't know who that guy is, that is one impressive dude. And what he has to say, his opinions on war should carry some kind of weight, especially if you understand that man's background. So it's absolutely worth reading, including for our generation. It's only like 30 pages. It's worth reading, at least just getting a, a real man's perspective of what war is. Yeah, if you want to watch a good movie, uh, uh, Dero, Dark Story, recently, more or less recently came out for the war movie, uh, was released. 2012, and it's a good one with real life soldiers who actually participated in uh, making this movie. Yeah, and those guys are incredible. So, and um, to finish for the words of this of the day, we have met the enemy and they are ours. Oliver Hazard Perry. That's it, folks. Thanks for listening. Until next time, over. Yeah, thank you.